0: well good morning good morning everybody god bless you this is your friend john arcovio and yes this is spirit led broadcast coming to you live every tuesday morning at 11 a.m pacific standard time we're a little bit early today just want to give you a chance to jump on give folks a chance to get on before we get started give you a chance to even share this with your friends If you like to, Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe to our YouTube page. This really helps us to be able to get the message out to more people. It's not about getting the likes and how many subscriptions. Uh, We don't even pay attention to that. But working with the uh, AI and the uh, algorithms of the social media channels. That's kind of how we're guaranteed we can reach the most people. I do recognize that the enemy is fully entrenched in social media, and it's going to get worse as we go forward. I hear so many of my friends that talk about how they've got, you know, a million followers, and they do broadcasts, and, you know, 700 people see it. (laughs) It's just crazy. Uh, So I know that in the end, uh, God is going to allow those that he chooses to be able to be impacted by the message. uh, And we're totally and 100% confident in that. So um, God bless you. Thank you for coming on. We have a Facebook user that's on. I don't know who you are. If you want to type into your chat, let us know who you are. But We welcome you, Facebook user. If you want to remain anonymous, that's certainly fine, too. It doesn't matter. But just really excited about what God is doing. And I know we have so much difficulty going on in our world. Hmm. Just, um, I was hearing someone recently was talking about how people are just maxed out. They have... Uh, I think they said it was. I'm trying to think. I remember the uh, term they used. I think it was crisis saturation. I think that's what they called it. Where you know, we we went into COVID. The whole world got turned upside down. Fears. Excuse me if I cough. I'm still having congestion in my chest from being sick for about a week. I apologize for that, but. Then we went from, from the pandemic into a upheaval in the national elections and all the, the things that took place with that. And I know so many were disappointed by things that took place at that time. And uh, then, of course, the war in Ukraine that happened a year ago and then now the war that's taking place in, in Israel and its effects – and I don't know what's going on in California this morning. Something took place on Interstate 10. Something about um, someone either set on fire or bombed or shelled I-10. I don't know. I, I'm not seeing too much coverage on it. So I'm kind of careful about jumping on and talking about it. God bless you, I'm Uh God bless you from H-Town. So glad to see you. And... Uh, as you folks are on. Abreen I'm, uh, I'm from Pakistan, God bless you. But you know, today I'm I'm gonna be talking a little bit here when I get kicked off about how to have peace in the storm. Because storms of life are inevit- inevitable. I mean, I look at my past, especially my past 10 years, much less of 41 years I've been doing ministry full time. And I'm either coming out of a storm, thanking God for him preserving us and bringing us through, or we're uh, watching a storm approach, or we're in a storm. (laughs) That just kind of seems to be the the things of life. And I know um, the past few nights I've been woken up. I don't know if it's the Holy Spirit, but I always, when I get wakened up at two in the morning, three in the morning, I always extra my exercise myself to get up and I get something to drink and I go sit in my chair and I spend just at least a few minutes just listening and meditating upon God to see, God, are you want to speak to me? Is there something you want to say? And there's been a few times I've been awoken after a dream and I've just sat and meditated on the dream. And of course, my my prayer and my heart every single time was the same, and that is, Lord, regardless of what's going on around me, I trust you. My eyes are upon you you're my hope, you're my strength, man's not my hope, environment, situations, networks, apostles, prophets, leaders are not my work, Ch- are my hope. you are my hope, and um, I've had this on the past several uh, weeks, just times I've woken up and got up to meditate, and I was doing that last night, about three in the morning, or this morning, I guess that would be, and I just really was feeling overwhelmed in my spirit just by the journey. Sometimes you can, you know, get into situations that just you feel like you're going to be overwhelmed. You feel like you're going to go under. It's such a major, major storm. But, you know, my North Star, my dead center is Jesus, it's resting in him my trust in him my faith in him and you know uh, i was listening to someone uh, talking yesterday about how you know to be able to hear god's voice you know first of all you got to be in right relationship with god you got to have a a tender soft heart for god you can't let anything in life harden your heart you have to turn down the noise you have to tune out voices that are just distracting you in the storm that are clamoring, that are saying, you should be doing this or that. It's amazing how Job's comforters show up when you're in the middle of a storm <laughs> that are either going to come and tell you how you miss God, how you can't be in God's will if you're facing trouble and trials, or they're just coming with their opinions. I think you ought to do this, or maybe you ought to try this, or well, so-and-so tried this, maybe you ought to do this. And you need to turn down the noise and turn down the voices to be able to hear the clear clarion word from god of course the third thing that they mentioned was that you should not have a set mind or a set heart on anything but just be flexible blessed are the flexible for they won't be bent out of shape then of course the last thing is you can't have a grudge against god you can't feel like god has let you down because that's going to block you from hearing god And produce rebellion in your life to where you're just going to do whatever you want to do because you're sick and tired or where's God why didn't he answer me you can't get into that place but you know God does use storms to direct us he used it in the scriptures you know God used a storm to to direct Paul's life and I know there's a lot of controversy over me saying this but I feel like Paul had still had a great measure of self-will and he was so driven to go to Jerusalem to clear his name, uh, to to justify himself before Caesar. When he actually came before King Agrippa, King Agrippa actually said, if this man had not appealed to Caesar, we could set him free. I think at that point, and you can disagree with this. that's certainly fine. There's room for room for, for disagreement and stuff like this in the kingdom of God. but you know uh, when we're driven, driven to protect ourselves, to defend ourselves, we get ourselves in trouble. And I believe God wanted to deliver Paul. and I know he was the greatest apostle, a great apostle. He you know gave us half of the New Testament. I'm not. He he was definitely a man of God. This goes to show you how even men of God who use greatly by God can miss it if they allow, because of a storm, to become emotional in their responses or self-protective or trying to justify themselves or, you know, protect themselves. And, you know, Paul was so driven to clear his name that, uh, you know, he could have been delivered right there at King Agrippa. That could have been the end, and he could have had the last days of his apostleship instead of being under house arrest he could have finished his travels and done some incredible things that's just my opinion and that's why i'm careful in storms not to allow emotions to take over and why is it that we go into storms you know uh, you could go into a storm because of like jonah who was disobedient and in jo- jonah one and three it says that jonah when God called him to Nineveh, he didn't want to go to Nineveh. I don't know where Jonah wanted to go, but he didn't want to go there. Of course, he, you know, they they were skinning prophets alive in that city and doing a lot of wicked things. So, you know, but Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. That's the first thing that can send a sermon into your life is when you're going in the opposite direction of what God told you to do. And he actually went down to the port of Joppa. We found a, a, a ship leaving for Tarshish, and the Bible says that he went on board hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarsus. So certainly storms come because we're disobedient. We're, we're making our own way. We're just going to do it our way. The spirit of Frank Sinatra comes on you, and you start singing, I did it my way. And you don't want to do that because you're guaranteed a storm is going to come. But then there are times when um, you go into a storm because you obeyed God, like in uh, you know because again uh, I'll put scripture up there in Jonah one and four. As a result of Jonah running from God, the Lord hurled a powerful storm over the sea and causing a violent storm that threatened to break up the ship. But sometimes you go into storms because you obeyed him. You did exactly what God told you to do. And the Bible tells us in Mark 6 and 45 that, that uh, after Jesus had performed a lot of miracles, great breakthrough, great revival, then the Lord insisted told the disciples, guys, get back into the boat and head across the gate lake. To Now, they were obeying Jesus. He told them, get in the boat and go. I was thinking about us coming to California. We didn't come here out of rebellion. We didn't come here running from anything. We actually, the only way we could have come here was by a miracle from God. Because in that January of 2022, when we made the decision to come to California, we were initially going to join up with the ministry and to serve them. It didn't work out, and we're very sad it didn't. And we absolutely bless and love the ministry that's here in Irvine, California, and just pray that God prospers them and blesses them in every area. But uh, it was a miracle from God. God supernaturally provided to people we didn't even know for us to come to California. We're talking in the tune, probably more than ten, twelve thousand $12,000 God just brought in miraculously for us to come here because we were flat broke. So I know God brought us to California. There's no question in my mind. But, I mean, the moment we landed here, we went into a storm. And just because you're in a storm doesn't mean you've missed God. Quit listening to the the voices and to the narratives that, that carnal people are painting. Listen for the voice of God. Because, you know, when Jesus saw that they had obeyed him, And when they obeyed him and got in the ship and went into the middle of the lake, a storm came. And he saw they were in serious trouble, rowing hard, struggling against the winds and waves. And about three o'clock in the morning, that's in the middle of the night, Jesus came towards them walking on the water. And... You know, we know the story that disciples at first were afraid and they thought it was a ghost. And of course, Jesus told them, Don't be afraid, it's me. And, uh, and he eventually brought them through the storm. And so sometimes you're in a storm because you're right where God wants you. If you haven't missed them, just rest. God wants to give you peace in the storm. Not take the storm away, not stop the conditions and the winds and waves and boom, give you a miracle. He wants to give you shalom, peace in the midst of the storm. That's what Jesus said in John 14, 27. He said, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. This word peace here is shalom. Well, she said, the peace I give is a gift the world can't give. <clears throat> you see, the world's peace is this place where you hold hands and sing Kumbaya and everyone gets along and everyone's in unity and you coexist. And, you know, a lot of Christianity or so-called Christianity is heading this way. You know, I've come across even pastors here in the Orange County area. That, you know, they've become so just kumbaya piece of this world that everybody's a child of God. Even if you're a Hindu or a Muslim, they they celebrate them because they're they're serving and worshiping God in their understanding and where they're at. And don't worry, they'll come along further and they're friends and they have them come in their church and speak in their pulpit and they celebrate them and. They have this friendship that goes four five six years and they remain in darkness they remain in the false doctrines of humanism or human religion and that covers a lot of the religions of the world and you know this whole mindset that all paths lead to heaven doesn't matter what path you get on you're going to get there because you're going after god you know you might be buddhist you might be confucianism you might be taoism you might be hindu you, you my friend jesus said i am the way the truth and the life no man comes but through me he is the door he is the way and the peace he gives is not this kumbaya peace It's the peace that only comes through the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. So you said, don't be troubled or be afraid. Of course, that's talking about when you're in storms. Don't don't be troubled by the storm. Don't be afraid. You know, uh, one meaning of the word shalom, of course, shalom in the original text of the Greek, it means completeness, soundness, well-being, complete reconciliation. But it also can mean nothing missing. And nothing broken in your life. And God wants to give you shalom. He wants to bring shalom into your life. You know, God wants us to have intentional shalom. Wherever we're at. In a storm. In warfare. In a battle. At peace. Complete. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. You know... When, when Adam and Eve were created, they were created in complete Shalom. Adam walked in complete dominion and his gift that God bestowed upon him. Everything he touched was blessed. Adam could do no wrong in the garden. and of course with sin, with disobedience, Adam lost that Shalom. You know, Adam lost his dominion and identity in God when he left the place of dominion peace. And then he had to begin to work by the sweat of his brow. So many people, they allow storms to blow them off course where they start just taking control of the situation in their own hands. Pretty soon you're struggling, you're working by the sweat of the brow to accomplish what only God's grace can do. My friend, don't let the storm cause your confidence and faith in God become broken. Stay true. Stay on course. And God will bring you into his blessings and peace. Thank you. Someone from Houston said, I look great. Yeah, I've lost 31 pounds. I'm still getting healthy, friends. I'm heading for health and being able to finish strong in this race. Amen. And so, you know, no matter what you're in, you can have shalom in warfare. Did you know that? The Bible says in Romans 6 and 20, 16 and 20, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Think about that. The God of peace. Is going to perform warfare on your behalf. That's how we war in peace, knowing that God has a battle. God is going to win this for you. And, you know, that's what God instructed Israel. You know, when they had broken his covenant and had not honored his Sabbaths and he delivered them 70 years into um. Babylonian captivity, and I can't remember the math on that, but it was according to how many Sabbaths they had disobeyed God in. And they're in the midst of impossibility, in difficult circumstances. In the book of Jeremiah 29, the prophet comes to them and gives them a word of the Lord of how to have intentional shalom no matter where you're at. He said to work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare. The city's welfare will determine your welfare. Right now, the situation you're in, God may just want you to bear down. Don't give up. Don't bell ship. Don't run. Just Lean into the storm. Let shalom cover your life. And pray and cover with faith whatever situation you're in. And you might find that, yes, Jesus will give you peace in the midst of your storm. And by his grace, he will bring you through. Well, God bless you. I hope today's little word here has been an encouragement to you. Peace in the midst of the storm. And you can have peace in the midst of the storm when you know the Prince of Peace, Jesus. He can feel your heart and he can bring you through the storm untouched. God bless you. We love you. Thank you for your prayers and support. We just pray that you are blessed by this and that God will continue to show you. His- we hope you were blessed, edified, and strengthened by today's ministry and message. If you would like to know more about Spirit-Led Family Relational Network, please visit www.spiritled.net. We would love to come alongside you, align with your vision, and help help to empower you to reach your destiny. Thank you for joining us today of this time of sharing God's word, anointing presence of God.